following program may contain content that's inappropriate for young ears. Be ready to cover them up. Okay, well, welcome back to Let It Loose. Today we have some bananas with us. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I'm actually using that term instead of millennials because I cannot stand constructs. I can't stand labels, which ironically makes me part of that generation that are termed millennials. We're here talking to Stephanie and Mary today, two sisters in their late 20s, early 30s, who are going to join me and Aaron and come swimming with us towards the end because we're actually talking about what makes us different what makes us the compassionate, heartfelt people that we are, searching for our voices, and the fact that we have a choice in what we listen to. So stop looking outside, start coming back in, and you will find that voice. Your voice is what makes you different. And collectively, that's what we need to rise together to make this new wave. Come swimming with us, let it loose. totally just exactly. record this okay this right. is the conversation all right i'm rolling okay. what all right i'm rolling awesome yeah i hope we keep that in well so here today we've got stephanie and her sister mary what are your ages how old am i i'm 29 am I? it's I'm been a long be day in like a couple weeks okay yeah so and I'm mary 29 i'm 27 okay cool now we got aaron at the board here 23 can i get a uh 22 22 <laughs> Can I get a quick mic check? Yeah. Okay. The other one is if you wanted to bring in your actual work that you're doing for this program, I think it's highly relevant oh, yeah. to use as a, an example mm-hmm. of how we're all supposed to be finding our voices. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's really, I hope this is recording because this is actually yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much yeah. it. <laughs> this is pretty much it. This is about us finding our voices. Okay. Like as that. Um, generation, which spans 20 years. You know, usually generations, you think of 10 years, like a decade. It's not. It's 20 years. And why that is, is because it's a collective mentality that gets bred in each generation. Mm -hmm. Each generation has a thing about them that's different to another generation. The baby boomers, quote unquote, are not the same as the post-World War Right, the baby boomers mm-hmm. came out of the World War, but the generation that was in the World War, the World War One, World War Two, that was a different age group, a different generation entirely. It feels like that, and it does. <laughs> and, and when you speak to somebody of your own age group, even if like you're really having the most mundane conversation, there's a connection in it. Yeah, there's an unspoken kind of can't put your finger on it thing. Hmm. Now, this generation that I want to talk about today is called the millennials. It's 2004, uh, 1982 to 2004. We're all at different ages within that quote-unquote generation right now. And I want to start off the show by saying fuck <laughs> the term millennials. For lack of a better term, we're going to say millennials. Okay, but they, so for they lack of a better that. term for the rest of the show, just as a caveat, <laughs> if you hear that word, you can bleep it out and yes. use the word you know, yes, the banana. We're use in the like, I don't care. <laughs> and that's really my point. You can use any fucking word because what the hell do words mean except what society tells us they're supposed to? And this oh is what's gosh. different about our generation, guys. Mm-hmm. What's different about us is we don't want to be defined yeah. by the boxes. And I think probably why is because <laughs> the boxes have stopped fucking um, existing. Like it's they're starting to diminish. Yeah. Well, and we're we got to de- move that forward. And we're <laughs> deconstructing them just by by nature. You know, it's like just so. going at, well, I wanted to bring up when you were saying like um, how we inherit these terms and for lack of a better word, we're gonna like, all right, we'll label ourselves that as we figure ourselves out. But no, we've always fucking hated it. Yeah. It, I don't know one millennial that likes that term at all or likes I don't, any term I don't, for that I matter. I personally don't identify with it. Right? <laughs> yeah. But she was telling me that there's this such, you know, she's saying that um, she's talking about her, her dog, Stella. It's like <laughs> half chihuahua, half terrier. <laughs> yes. I've met Stella. And so yes. she's, she's teaching yes. me. She's, she's cute. Like, did you know there was intergenerational trauma? There you go. And I was like, we're walking the dog right now. Like, this is supposed to be mindful. Like, this is my mindful moment. And she's like, no, you know, you remember when mom and I was like. <laughs> intergenerational trauma. So, so she tells me that she's that? passing this on to her dog. 
you're giving your dog anxiety, <laughs> <laughs> like dog depression anxiety. and <laughs> a twitch true? in its tail. Is it not true? I agree. It's a complete true because this, my dog hates men. <laughs> oh, so your dog is actually taking on, she's embodying yeah, the traits she knows that you. That I am very yeah, alert and hypervigilant when does. men come around me. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Who energy. are you? What's your name? Oh, you and got like smiling. high anxiety then. High anxiety, PTSD. Okay. I think <laughs> that's another part of it. I think that's another part mm-hmm. of it too. I think the millennials, look, again, yeah. quote unquote, we're going to just start using the word banana. I think the bananas, the millennials, um, there's an anxiety <laughs> connection there too. There's of a lot of, and it's mm-hmm. a global thing. It's like a societal. I don't even think it's a, on a personal level as to why you have that much anxiety. Mm-hmm. I think as a generation, we're much more empathetic to what's around us. Mm-hmm. We pick up on the environment. We pick up on the energy going on. Yeah, yeah and I think it's a collective anxiety. I, I think it's brought on mainly by technology. Because, Why do you say that? Because look, you look around, look how great of a life he's having. Look what he has or she has and look what I don't have. Mm-hmm. But look, you're only seeing the highlights. That's, yeah. true. That's one total real aspect of, of what can cause that anxiety, those feelings of inadequacy. I'm never going to make it. Look, they were my age when they did this or they're doing this right now. What the hell's wrong with me? And right. back in the day, prior to you know this uh, information guru in our hands... That is like at our fingertips, the world at our fingertips. The Google God. The Google Gods. (laughs) The Google Gurus. Um, gurus. (laughs) That's actually a good one. Um, Prior to that, we didn't get the opportunity to see on such a global scale how we would compare ourselves to others. Yeah. I mean, everything was snail mail. And like, even then, like, you're only writing people that you knew. You're only getting letters in the mail from those who, like, are either collecting bills or that you know. Yes. You don't. When stamps were like a collection because it was a different kind every like season, that doesn't even exist now. Like, Oh, well, the other thing about technology, though, that with with bananas, <laughs> <laughs> that you're forced to hear our story through through social media, anything you know, you're going to be forced to hear like the whole Black Lives Matter movement hashtags. You're becoming, forced to mm-hmm. hear. Yeah, you're right. forced to hear. You're you know was part of the other generations. You weren't forced to hear. You had to knock on each other's door. Which was maybe hey, part let's of meet the up. <laughs> That's right. Huh? That was also I think. Uh, <laughs> Did you get my mail letter? We're going to protest. Right. You're two hours late. You know, it's like. Yeah, took a lot longer for like, halfway, information to be you know? passed along. Yeah. Well, okay, there are pros and cons to the information yeah. age regarding that. So Can first I, of all, I, they were much more bigoted in another generation when they didn't oh have man. so much thrown in their and face. And I'm still finding out would... how infected that is as I grow up. Oh, it's still <laughs> so. It permeates. Right? It permeates wow. different cultures and different societies for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're lucky that we're here on the West Coast where, I mean, re- relatively more liberated Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to keep out political terms, liberal versus oh. um, conservative, Democrat versus Republican, because again, constructs. <laughs> Fuck the fucking constructs already. <laughs> Get the fucking labels off me. I'm not blue. I'm not red. I'm fucking purple. <laughs> we are going to be fucking purple people eaters. Yes. And don't eat people. Just be yeah. purple. And when people. I say eat, I mean kiss and embrace. Yes, okay? purple. That's the new eat. Because, yeah, I going back to what he said about the technology, I, I totally agree in some respect. Because technology is a tool, right? And the it's way how you use it. It's yes. how you use it. A millennial created Facebook, right? And he did right. this based off of our, what he thought were the appropriate social dynamics, right? You see a chick and you're like, oh, she's pretty, she's not. Or same right. thing with us. Oh, that guy was cute, he's not. He makes a, a software program. Right. But people who endorse it and who sell their programs through it are marketing. Obviously, it's going to go apeshit like everything right. does. People take everything. It's part of human nature. We take everything yes. to the extremes. We can't just have it's so moderation. Like, yeah. where's the middle ground, man? I'll tell you where it is. It's in Let It Loose. you got to get inside your fucking lagoon and get All centered. This is, that, this is that place that I want to actually collectively gather most of this um, generation mm-hmm. is this idea that we need to stop looking out um, because we're actually very in tune. We're, we're more in tune yeah. than most have ever been. We're more tolerant than most have ever been. Yeah. We are more accepting of races, genders, social classes, um, we hang we more, with, we are with more just, people uh, that are completely outside of our dynamics. Deconstruct. Well, everything. Completely like, out of our dynamics. And we're willing to deconstruct things. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, we have a different way of thinking yeah. entirely. Yeah, very open-minded. Here's the, very open-minded. But here's the problem. Nobody's talking to each other. We're all feeling the same way. We're all seeing how the world is kind of deconstructing in front of our eyes. And it's causing us anxiety more than a strength, a strengthened sense of self. That voice that we have that's coming from being so empathetic and compassionate 
and alive, alert. We look around. We see the shit in the stream. We don't want to be part of that. But what are we doing about it? Mm -hmm. Not much collectively. Mm -hmm. I'm calling it the new wave. Mm -hmm. But for a wave to push forward, it needs momentum. Mm -hmm. It needs a collective gathered momentum. That means your intention has to be aligned on what it is we're fucking doing. And here's the thing. You're all looking for, we're all looking for platforms to be able to like stand on these days. Yeah. That don't actually exist yet. Because whatever your voice is telling you, you have inside of you to bring is a new platform. You're the fucking pioneer. Right. You are the new stuff. (laughs) I think people, their voice has never been louder. Mm-hmm. But I think people have never felt more powerless because of kind of the macro scale of everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have more information than ever. You're letting it get to and you, though. Yeah, right. Well, you're I let a, everything get you're to you. <laughs> because you're a you're an anxious ant. banana. You're just you're an baby ant in a small little colony over there. That in is one mindset. Yeah. No, I mean in scale, in terms of scale, which is, sure. uh, again, the program I'm doing. That's all it's about. Tell it's, me about your program. It's global public policy. And what they're doing is they're grabbing, we're all millennials, ironically, or maybe not, but they grab. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe there's something to I that. Know. I know. I told them, I'm like, are you guys? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck am I sitting here doing? Gee, maybe Watch they're out. onto something there. Yeah. Yeah, what, right. Okay, so go ahead. They're I was all millennials. Like, okay, why is all the they're talent all in the room? You know, um, they're, they're all millennials, they're all from different sectors of government, NGOs. Most of them are in Hong Kong, Beijing, Shanghai. Then there's Germany and there's here in LA. And so all of us are kind of in this platform, right? For global public policy. But for we don't change. For social change. Yeah. But we haven't found our footing, right? We hit What's, the ground running, mm-hmm. but it's like, where are we coming from? And you know what? What angle, like, you know what I mean? And you're looking for some path that's already been created kind of to stand on and go, oh, there's one platform kind of similar to what our our collective idea is right now. Let's start on that and then use it as a springboard. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You're not finding one. And guess why? Because you're it. Yeah. You're the platform. That's That's scary. That's a scary fucking thing. It's scary as hell. To realize. When I was talking to them, you know, one-on-one, you know, and it's like the whole like, oh, millennials are kind of narcissistic. Because they tweet so and they and they communicate. And I'm like talking to them. They're, oh, I'm going to put it on Twitter right now. And oh, I, I heard this and we're all on WhatsApp. And I was like, where's the narcissism? We're just a little bit more tailored. And, like I can be narcissistic. You know, I can. I'm sure I could detect it if I had to. Right. But that's our, not what this is. Right. right. The, the program showed me that. It's like we're going to bring globally everybody together. Right. And you're going to look locally at stuff. We're going to spend the whole week and oh, you're not wow. going to lay down. All you're going to learn is how to take something local and scale it to a bigger level. To okay, a global give me an example. Level. An example What's the driving would be, force behind what you guys are doing? Um, well, for right now, I don't know if I could talk about exactly the policy, but... Yeah, I mean, obviously keep confidential information. <laughs> She's getting kicked out of the program. Like, I'm sorry, my professor is telling me that. No, I mean, just keep it vague if vague. you need to. Well, I mean... But the idea behind the fact that you're all brought together from different socioeconomic oh, yeah. statuses, yes. different cultural backgrounds, different... Um, academic... Well, the, okay, um, different academic standings. Degrees, I mean, language... Mm. Everything. We are all working towards understanding how we're going to kind of frame the new world, mm. right? Through, I read today, um, they, they, they refer to, because, um, you know, Brave New World is like my, my Bible. I love that book. Mm. And I read today um, on, online, it was like Brave, no, no, it said New World Disorder, remember? And so I thought about the, the group. And I thought, like, what are we really doing? Like, we're, let's just, like, this, I told people this at the hotel. Like, let's just fucking call it what it is. We don't know what the hell we're doing. It's, like, worse than high Perfect. school because now we're conscious, right? And we don't have hormones and you're not hot. Right. You know, it's like, right. the situation is weird. We have to get our shit together now. <laughs> yeah. Can't rely on, Right? Yeah. And so then I started talking to them about, like, I think they're the older generation. They're not dumb, Right. And so in, in using us, they know we're great at using tools. Because you're new and you've got new ideas. We can spread like viruses, you've got new you know. Yes. yes. And that's, we they all. They need you. They absolutely do. And um, the beauty, I mean, obviously there's institutional connections that they want to make. But I think the beauty of it is that they're actually teaching people for the first time. How do you put somebody in a setting where they can do a diagnosis of social dynamics? Back it up. And then when someone says, no, you know, you can't just force people out. You can't just oppress people or... Based on old 
laws, old right. rules, old ways. Yeah. These ways, it's like wake the fuck up. They don't right. work yes. anymore. And the whole system information kind work of fuck, like kind of really skewed things because now I was telling her on my way over here on my research, it's like it's now that we have the tools, yeah. yeah, it's so insane. You're so left brain. Oh my god, it's so insane. And I'll like there was a guy giving a speech. He's like, Did you know that we let in sixty thousand people through the border this year? You know what message we're sending? So I was like, I'm gonna look up that statistic. Last year, we let in more people than this year. Mm-hmm. How come he didn't tell us about that? Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, focused. The way skewed marketing news. Is. It's skewed but guess who based else on is? the propaganda behind who's putting it out, guys. The, the, the fat pockets, people that make <sighs> there money. There are 10 of them. There's only freaking 10 of them in the world. And it's so, the, it's a system that is so uh, badly run on the bottom scale, but on the top scales, mm-hmm. with the top 2% like benefiting from that. They're not even here to see it. They don't They're not going to let your podcast get out. <laughs> you can't talk about it. <laughs> no, it's true. It's I true. So. I mean, Tesla came I call him Tesla, but... Nikola? Uh, no. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. The guy Musk. that brought in right. Tesla to the whole yes. stock market. And uh, at first, it was so expensive. Mm-hmm. Now they're making um, less expensive models because he's gotten more investors. It's wherever we put that money is going to grow. But oh, yeah. have you noticed where all the money's going? Oh, man, I did the research, and um, they actually have a symbol for it where it's R um, is less than G, and it means the rate at which we generate our income is less than the wealth that's being accumulated. So that means, (laughs) right, (laughs) Right. we're working so hard and making all this income, and the wealthy people are the only ones that are actually becoming Buying their own islands, yes. Right? Meanwhile- They're not even here in this country to- like watch oh, it, no, watch it no. go down. They've already sold they out. They bought our constitution. They sold out. They, yeah. they sold us out. America doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> Honestly, America? America is now China. P.S. Oh, oh, tell me about it. I'm here. I, yeah, they're financing all of my life right now, and it's yeah. shocking because. But yeah, that's maybe how your they group are. is actually a small little collective mm-hmm. that's trying to do the opposite of what's happening commerce-wise right now oh, yeah. and industry-wise right now opposite. and buying-out-wise right now. They're coming together and going, okay, how do we make social change from a communal level, community yeah. level? Sustainable goals. In the system. And right. they're all founded in the United Nations and the different humanitarian... Because USC is very humanitarian, right? I went to UCSB and... And that's the, when you said you were your most healthy. I was my healthiest there. The I was morning. protesting all the zen time. Girl, and right. But it was, I was so zen. I was just telling her about that. She's Ate out of back co-op. to LA and she's a neurotic mess. Right? I am. I am. Yeah. Look at me. I'm like, I, I don't even know what's in the water anymore. You right. know what I mean? Right. Do I have E. coli? Monsanto's washing us right now. <laughs> There's that camera right there in the corner. Yeah. yeah. And sh- I am, you know, I, I'm an English major. So dystopia, I got into it a little too deep, you know? <laughs> And so I think about things in reverse that way, and I look at yeah, our cohort. Yeah, but down cohort. that path, madness lies, darling. I know that's why you're here, you know, right. to be like, hey. You know, down that path, gotta... madness lies. And Erin, it reflects what you said earlier. You're like, yeah, there's all this information. Uh, I'm going to compare Overload. myself to everybody. It's like, well, you can, mm-hmm. and then you don't have to. You can be using it for what you want it for and tune the rest of the garbage out. And most of the mm-hmm. shit you see on your screens is just that. Shit. It is shit. Most of it is not real. And what the hell is real? The only thing that is real is when you come back inside mm-hmm. and you find who you are. Your voice is real. Your heartbeat's real. What you've got in your heart is real. And all that sadness and trauma, as you were mentioning, that you put on your dog <laughs> or chihuahua, <laughs> you know, that's real. But what are you going to do about Mary, it? Mary, just keep Stella out of it. You're going to keep her dominating? <laughs> take her to the beach, let her go free. <laughs> right? But then you're she a dirty millennial, right? She comes back because you made her neurotic. She can't <laughs> leave your side. She never ever leaves my side. Actually, <laughs> 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 You're like the mom that's like, no, you can run free in a big cage. So got you. Yeah. Oh, God. My older sister actually has her dog on, with a choke collar. And like my, an electric collar. Yeah. Oh and Mary, she took her to the beach, to her and her dog. <laughs> we do pass our stuff on to our kids to and our beach. animals. That's for what sure. I told her. I said, that is her deep need for control. That's how she was with me growing up. Seriously, I was like, if it, <laughs> see, you start to analyze everybody could, in your life. Yes, see, I this, and this is thing, this is exactly what we need for millennials or bananas or whatever we what? choose to identify our as is for us not to be giving other perspective. We have the information, we have the tools. Let us fucking decide, yes. right? Yeah, but you're so misunderstood as a generation. Nobody's listening to you, and they all think you're this entitled. What else do you guys hear? Apathetic. 
You lazy. Wow, you treat your dog too good. Hard. Oh my god, my how god. many times I heard that? Right? Isn't that dog is she's, not sentient? She's not human. Do you, why are you treating her like that? She's not a child. Right? Um, but she's, hasn't, what's another one you hear? I don't know. Hasn't every older generation looked at the younger generation and thought those exact No, like, those there exact was a generation that was scared shitless of the baby boomers as they were coming out of yeah. college because they took all their jobs and they were better at them. Back in the day, the system that we tried, that we think well, now we don't. But that system that was in place fully functional for our parents mm-hmm. is no longer in existence. It's been fucked and it's been sold out and it's not here anymore. And so when you come out of college and you're trying to make your way and you want, you have a dream, mm-hmm. you know, you see the world around you going to shit and you're like, well, how, do, how am I going to make that happen? There's no job opening in the same direction that it used to be where you get a certain grade in school, you get that certain scholarship, you get that degree, you exit and you get that job and you're set with a 401k and whatever. That traditional path is no longer, there's no room on it. We got screwed. We, <laughs> we didn't you can no see it that way. <laughs> we ran with it but so we, fucking we, far. We you can see it that way, we but I don't see it that way. I'm, I'm saying the way you said it, the way you describe it is... You leave college. Well, a lot of people don't go to college. And a right. lot of the, I don't know, anxiety felt by people nowadays, it's a, it's a knowledge economy. And just mm-hmm. because you go to college doesn't guarantee you a job. And just because you don't go to college exactly. doesn't mean that you're going to be living. This you know, is a new philosophy, shit. though, honey, because this was not present when I was a girl in elementary school back in that day and age. I mean, look, I'm at the tail end of the millennials here. So I'm mm-hmm. talking to, well, you're 30. You're going to be 30. You remember this too. Basically, it's that concept of get the good grades. Yeah. This is the path that you will go on. You will get to that uh, career, to that house, to that Mm -hmm. stable. You know, you just saw that. It was very cookie cutter. Uh And it it worked. It was great. It's what built most of America that you're seeing right now, you guys, from the Industrial Revolution up. Um, All these these colonies, all these – communities of people gathering together where you could still come to this country with just a dream and 30 cents. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, I think there's a new opportunity for that now based on something that Aaron just said that I want to reflect, which is that there is a change now. It's not the traditional cookie cutter anymore because there's no more room on that path. First of all, the housing crisis in 2008, the housing crisis in 2008 fucking killed that. Okay. So those dreams are dead and you don't want that dream anymore. It's not available anymore. Mm -hmm. So stop going after it. Now you don't need that education in the four year university like you used to because that cookie cutter dream is now gone. But we're looking in that direction still because literally we don't realize the tables have turned, things have changed, and now there's all this new space to grow a new way, a new philosophy, which is, hey, that trade school doesn't look so bad. I can make a lot of money as an electrician, as a private um, carpenter, as a whatever. Some people are not academic. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, you were seen as sort of lower for wanting to do something with your hands as Just opposed look to doing at the something work academic. Structure. It's not that way anymore. Being at a job for eight hours, that's insane to me. Who the fuck me. wants that? Right? I can I'm barely sorry, stand being but... under these fluorescents. <laughs> and this show's about us. You right? know? Like I, exactly. Could you imagine being in a cubicle? But then people I, no. do that to pay the bills, to pay the rent, to get their kids fed. Right? They are they're and stuck. If, and if they and didn't it's... do it, and this goes kind of to um, kind of the inner self, if you don't do that, and that's what society has done, literally the metrics for this, we've broken, Right? We're the first population to not go into a job and settle down, get married. Yeah, we're saying fuck that shit. Yeah, when people are like, you're not married, I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Why? Why would I sell my you know, soul the taxes to the court system? Yeah, exactly. Why would yeah. I bring the love that I have for this person that I want to be barefoot on the beach with them in Bali right. into a fucking court <laughs> yeah. for you to tell me 10 years down the line when I catch him cheating yeah. that I owe him. But I have God to then tell everybody again. You know, That's yeah. <laughs> like, just assuming, right? Like, and I don't want to make it public on Facebook. So right. fuck you all. Right. Yes, exactly. It's institutionalization of And we're breaking free from it. And yeah. And he can't even think outside of it. That's how much he's broken free. No, he does. He's, no. He does. He's kind of on the, okay. What are you saying to me? Are you on the cusp? <laughs> I, what are you saying to me? He's like, I, bring saying, it, bro. Bring on, it. What? <laughs> what? I'm saying you're flying, but you don't, you know. You guys want to take it outside? You're not sober yet, huh? You guys want to take it outside? Back out. Oh, oh. Right. <laughs> He's putting up his duke. I, I'm no. ready to go. No, I'm, tell him. He's ready. Anything. I love him. Do it. Yeah, I, I'm he can saying, handle it. Okay. You, you, don't, you don't think within the framework. You don't, your mind is not where, um, you're not linearly logical. 
right? You're not you in the don't box, think basically. on this just this plane. Okay. Yeah. It, it seems that way. I have I don't know you well enough, but he's not in the box. <laughs> yeah. So he like what he was saying was like, well, wouldn't the generation do that? Like it's like almost like passing it on. It's like you're just you know the older generation say that to the younger. And you're like no, the baby boomers created anxiety, right? And now we're bigger than that, right? And so he didn't see it as okay, this is common. He's like okay. That's true. That there's potential there because he's linear open. people can't do that at all. They're like, what's well, gonna go back to the way it was, right? Do you know we have one a system for that? That's in their twenties. Do I know who? Do you know one person in their twenties or early thirties that will sit here at this panel right now and be like, that's not true? They're mm, listening. No, it's I, just not being spoken. How old is Lisa? She's thirty-one. 30. Okay, she's on the cusp. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there there's not it. many people who are gonna stand up and say. Um, there's a way to think and that's a way to think and right. it's going to go back to that. Not of this age, exactly. Not of this we age. Are, we are Even more Even in him open. When, you, when you expressed it. He, he, the way he expressed himself, I was like, okay, but if you talk to someone he's different. he's here with me? I wouldn't let him go. <laughs> he tried to leave two weeks like, ago. I want that electric like, shock collar <laughs> that you got for your dog. Hold on, I didn't try to leave. <laughs> <laughs> he broke up with me It's on Prime, it's ago. on Prime, yeah. don't worry. Two days, you'll get it. No. It's complicated. <laughs> it's hard. He's it's like hard. the chihuahua on the beach. I actually told her, I told her, we're going to go see Alicia, so make sure you eat and make sure you have no other so you needs. You need energy. Because right. this is this is the urgency right now. Right. You, you don't make an appointment after this, okay? Because right now this needs focus. Yep. People, we can't. Even uh, That's not the right way to say it, but I am inhibited to take time out of my busy schedule. We're you very know, distracted Where I'm people. with the president or whatever. I'm not doing anything all the time. Mm. I have time to talk about this, right? The problem but is it's, it's we're this, doing a lot of nothing, what right? What is it called? It's this, um, it's like a reputation that if you're leisure, you know, you're, you're just wasting time, right? But a lot of, you know, intellectuals in the past, how do they think? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't have a dining room set in my dining room because that's, I don't eat with family. I mean, I don't know. Right. It just right. doesn't compute. <laughs> how true yeah. is that, right? right. Like we're, we're not the traditional. You have it's a, a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, if I'm not going to eat at the dining room, I can right? count the... Why do I need a dining set? Yeah, right. right? Well, I'm going to bring all the plates out if it's me. Yeah. I don't know. Do you eat at the dining room table with your chihuahua? I have a portable dining Oh, she table. has a... Oh, my God. It gets worse. There's the younger they purposes. get, it gets worse. I love it. I love it. Look, in these, this day and age, and also the, like the vegan thing... You just pop up and down and go, and you move. The, ve the vegan things come in a lot. The dining table is like, I don't at the table by myself mm. it <laughs> changes don't. a little bit when you have a family like i have a four-year-old and a husband right then it makes sense we have a dining room table that is my decorative dining room like i don't really eat we don't really eat on it we sit together and eat but it's usually like collectively in the living room on the floor sometimes right we play like a game together while we're eating it's a different thing we sit outside it's summertime we're sitting with it on our laps it's much more casual mm -hmm. the traditional sense of things has kind of diminished as well, which can be good. And also, you know, there's some values in there we want to keep. Mm -hmm. Family it's time. A, it's, like kind a, of it's like a theater. I mean, I realized after seeing that pop-up, like, table in her dining room set, I was like, wow, is rent that high? That's what I thought in Pasadena. And, and the answer is yes. <laughs> I live in Pasadena. The answer is yes. I was like, wow. But then I asked her, you know, like, do you want to get a different dining room set? And she's like, no. <laughs> I like Wait, it. I could have gotten a dining room table, okay? <laughs> I could have had someone purchase me a dining room table. Yes. Her her ex girlfriend tried to purchase her a dining a uh, dining room. I said cool. no. I want my portable table. Right. She's right. a millennial, and she will not have Just a banana. She will not be given something without accepting it. Like we have our own vote, even if you don't give it to us, even if we're silent and we think like. No, I had to accept it for it to be a relationship, right? Mm. I do not accept it, which is exactly what you told the girl. You know, wow. I do not. You got to get going. And then uh, then I came in and I was like, Mary, that's not typical. She would move it and, and she would let my other sister borrow it for parties. And now I understand that it, life is like a theater. We need yeah. the notions. We need the props. But they can change. They, they can don't change. need to stay. The set can change. Yeah. And mm. you know what? I have a theater background. It's so oh great that you just brought that in. That's really meaningful. I love, I didn't know where you were going with this whole table thing. And I'm like, oh. all right, cool. Because <laughs> yeah. I, well, like, because I trust her and I know she always gets somewhere deep with things. Mm -hmm. And I knew, all right, fine, she's going to go somewhere with this table. And I you did. I haven't mad yet. <laughs> no, but <laughs> darling, we're all mad here. Okay. And that's I'm what in I the right like. Place. I'm in the the word crazy as well. Fucking construct to throw Dude, off. Let's bananas. be. We're, we're, oh. we're open minded. I'm open minded. Open -minded. Bananas. You know, wow. when I have someone come over, I'll bring the table to the living room. We have dinner together in the living room. 
but I like <laughs> I like her men or outside or at the park mm. yes. or an alley. Like you don't care. You're multi-faceted table, just yeah. like we all are. Right. Yeah, but it's like a set. And life is that. And you can move these props around. Nothing is stationary right now. And it can be used functionally for what you need it for in the moment, just like a prop. Yeah. And that is not just this table we're talking about. That is whatever the system is showing you right now that doesn't work for you. Mm -hmm. It is a movable force at the moment, but we're looking at it in the wrong way. We're looking at it as though it's Why don't you get a real table? (laughs) And that's what we're facing as bananas, too, from the other generations. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you going that direction? What's this job that you got? Like, what the hell is that? Why aren't you working? It's like, I'm doing very important work. I'm going to go do a podcast about some serious bananas. (laughs) We're talking some serious shit today. About bananas. Right. And then I, I, I woke up to the article. They sent me a, a link and I, I saw the article. You and were I, quoted today. I was quoted and I was like, wow. What article was this? Um, I, I sent you the link. What was it? It was for, it's on the website, USC. Um, Price. Something. I love that you yeah. were quoted. What was your quote that they put um, in there? Do you remember? My quote was something like, I learned the history of China in a thousand years. And then the next day I was explaining gang culture oh, to the Hong Kong yeah. student. And I said, um, it's extremely innovative. I can't remember the other thing. Oh, it taught me how to operate in places where I know nothing about with people who I have very little in common with, different cultures. Mm. And that space is so weird and it's awesome, you know, at the same time. But it's hard for us because the way we've inherited, I guess, trauma. The collective trauma. Or even the good stuff is that it's a linear way, right? Like the way our society has been engineered is very linear, right? Structured. And in that's this great one path, right? if you're a software program, right? Mm. But if you're an organic person. If you're a human multifaceted, if you're a d- dining room <laughs> table that Mary right? has. Then you better have a big fucking computer to back that up because there's mm-hmm. a lot that happens with this. And so like you're saying, the, the, the theater and energy moving, it's hard to conceptualize these things. It's hard to see things. that it's moving because oh, right in front of your face, it looks like you're really stuck. It's not. It's breaking apart. It's like the end of Independence Day where they finally break <laughs> through the force field. It's all I keep seeing in well, my head. I swear to God, if you just we look at that one memories. visual. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. If you look at that one visual, the end of Independence Day, when they finally break through the barrier of the ship. I'm a huge Independence Day nerd. And number two never <laughs> happened, so I'm not even going to discuss it. I'm talking about the first one, okay? Well, 9-11 was kind of... It oh, looked no. like it. Yeah, 9-11 mm-hmm. totally looked like Independence Day. A lot of people said that. You know, oh, you meant you want to have a, a sequel I'm that's saying, bad. No, I'm saying at the end of the actual movie, Independence Day, they break through the barrier, the, the, the coating, the shield of the ships, and they're taking them down now. You've got the military shooting at them. You watch at the end a very triumphant ending of these big, massive ships that were oppressive going down, right? This is how I see the system at the moment. No. I'm seeing it. Well, you're working from the inside. That that would be that would oh be interesting. Kind of what do you alive. see? <laughs> what are your insights of working from the inside? It's hard to see the forest when you're in the middle. Yeah, it is. Hard to but see the forest when you're in the middle of the trees. Oh yeah, she went mad for a little bit yeah. at her prop up table. That's a good question. I never thought about that. That's a Samuel Beckett play where a guy goes mad at a table. And now yes. I understand why. Beckett was brilliant. Ooh. I can't really give you anything. That's she okay so her I'll tell you her work it's traumatizing <laughs> to hear <laughs> but it's why I can't talk about her right she, is yeah, it gonna cause right? us more anxiety yeah, it's okay here. she has trauma therapy care whatever right, I got you I got girl. it tomorrow it's good. I got <laughs> you I got a lagoon for you to get into don't she worry. works within this mold of this is how society operates she's literally a social worker right and so she's being hit over the head every day and they're telling her no you have to do it this way no you can't update Wait, the template you have to tell them that you know? I work with a baby boomer a baby boomer is my boss and I'm yeah. working with uh, poverty, low-income community. Low socioeconomic status. Yes. How do you so find the baby boomer boss? Um, how did I find him? Nonprofit organization. Oh, them? my God. Um, does not like it when I update what stuff. Mentality? <laughs> what is does his mentality? What is his mentality? Does not like the upgrade, dude. The they baby boomers. Don't, d- doesn't like the, the, open, the open-mindedness. <laughs> Mm-hmm. doesn't Sorry. doesn't want it but they want it they want it okay because they want something that's going to work and make them money and oh, be yes. successful he's very into making forward. his own money but then yeah. you give oh, them the God. ideas and they don't want it yes that's he so did not true. want any of my ideas he actually wrote me up for giving him too many ideas <laughs> Yes, I could say so it because I didn't sign an employee contract. And, and uh, I would show him facts. In the thing about us that we are very big on facts. And I'm like, here are the facts. Like you have to look. The, all her write-ups, every, it's like a story, you know. <laughs> I see her like battling like a lawyer. And I'm telling her, you're
you're hitting, you're in a mold. What are you trying to tell you her? You gotta though? get out. Are you telling her to get out and start her own? I pulled thing? her out. I didn't tell her because, you know, it's tough love. So I told her, you're, you're taking right, your off sister. work. You're yeah. to be like, stay yeah. home on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I've really Don't do anything said. for a little while. Restructure I'm like, you're not going to work for a week. If it's money, you can ask me for it, right. but you need perspective. Because something about your job, at all. Right. I was just giving the services. I was just helping out the community and just fulfilling my job. Meanwhile, <laughs> your voice was raising within the oppression. But you, did yes. you, you felt it growing, or did you feel like it's time for me to to go somewhere else? Like she what wouldn't was have done it, I don't think, without you prompting that and being yeah. that cheerleader. We all Perhaps. need one. I didn't have any cheerleaders on my side at my organization. I only mm. had my intern who was encouraging me to leave. Um, but I didn't want to leave the girls that were receiving the services that needed these services. I felt like, no, I can't just leave and leave them abandoned. Because you have a big heart. The compassion mm-hmm. is that's huge what, that's in this what's generation. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. compassion yeah. is what leads. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, I've looked at this for a while. Mm-hmm. The compassion is what unites us in this generation. You can see it in everything we do. We don't want to eat meat anymore. We realize these little tiny stubs that used to be carnivorous like canines are down to nothing. We're not even omnivores anymore. We are literally plant eaters and like fruit and done right with like it being respectful to other life. Okay. Like we are not into that stuff. That's all old world stuff. And that's my quantitative research paper. (laughs) It's heavy and weighs you down. It's It's, not what your body wants or needs. mm -hmm. On top of that. We let people pee where they want. We don't care. Oh, Lord. Um, you, you're <laughs> yeah, you're a lesbian. A I kind of care where people pee. <laughs> I actually wanted to get Stephanie You're a lesbian. And I want to hear why Erin cares where people pee. And I want to hear why you don't as a lesbian. Okay. <laughs> we'll, start with the, we'll start with Erin. Right, okay. Go ahead. Aaron's got the floor. I, I, just don't, I don't want people peeing like in the middle of the room. If it's a corner. That's... I'm talking about the transgender bathroom oh. debate. Oh, okay. I think you're talking about like, the other You see, like, his starting point is different. Aaron, Aaron, wait, wait. We're not letting it that loose. Right, like, yeah, right. Okay. There are limits. Moderation oh is key. If it depends what about... galaxy you're peeing in, yeah, okay, exactly. guys? Okay, so if it's... And who you're peeing on, because also, um, we don't care about that. Like, hey, whatever floats your Wait, boat do in the I identify department. as sentient or non sentient? Yeah, I had a discussion with my friend related to that topic. Not the transgender. The kinks department? Like, a literal location of where you're going to be. So that's where my mind was. But transgender, <laughs> I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh-huh. I don't think, you know, nobody's going to. It's It's a wacky argument. To, mm-hmm. to limit people which stall they go they into wanna, based yeah. on what their genitalia looks or doesn't look like and p.s if you're looking that wholeheartedly at somebody's genitalia or you, you want to come it. and let it loose <laughs> over here in my therapy and i'll help you pee on the right person for you why you because that's also a level of kink yes. that we're also being very inclusive about we're all realizing more and more these days we are actually that everybody's a level of kink we're on a spectrum guys and it's no longer like that hush hush oh my god i actually love the fact that the word transgender even though i fucking hate the constructs Okay, let's call them oranges, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Like, I don't care what the words are, but I like that it's actually being used on a societal level these days. It used to be a term nobody even knew about, and if they did, it was hushed underground in certain clubs where it wasn't even that word being used. It was like, okay, come pee on me because you're both, and I like that. But and I can't tell my wife that I do. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, hey, and it's not that way anymore. She doesn't know about the videos now. Now couples go together. It's more understood I, there's always been an underground don't get me no, wrong they should, but now it's Ashley's less underground off. it's yeah it, it's less well, underground now there's than it a ever has di- there's a population I, I i this is probably not nice but i haven't found the right um demographic term but <laughs> or person to pee on me if you're out there no if it's done right <laughs> i mean go ahead <laughs> this podcast has scope <laughs> I'm constantly worried Speaking that half of, of it's going to get cut out in the editing. Oh, so my gosh. Don't worry about it. I call the population that is having a hard time letting go. Um, I, I always tell her when they're when she's, you know, because she's more of the rant. She'll do the cycle babbling. And I'm just like, you know, what, what are what's the research saying, though? You know, like left brain. And so she'll be like, I don't like I'm doing a, a project for agricultural studies. Fifty percent of our land is used for meat. Right. Um, and yeah, so we're eating and like 70% of the world starving. We're eating all the chemicals that the cows are eating and, and pooping out. Oh with them in, I mean, hello. It's so crazy. And Let's just kill ourselves now. And then you run to the doctors <laughs> to get the drugs that they want to force feed you like babies, it's like Pez dispensers. so terrible. 
We're in a system. Anyway, and go ahead. That system, saying? that system is what I call their their coughing dust. That's I what call I tell it the her. Devil. The devil. Yeah. <laughs> a more fitting term. They're coughing dust. And this is not nice, but she'll tell me like, oh, you know, in social work, she brought up a policy that That's the dark side, man. She's on the dark side. She calls herself a masochist. You want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to finish your your thought first. <laughs> okay. So the transgender um, term. Yeah. She saw it as you know Trump is doing a policy where he's making um, it socially restrictive, aware. right? Socially aware. People are becoming aware of it. And we're going to use the information you gave for you to protect your human rights or whatever was the idea of the original policy. And you no longer can be in the military because physical capacity is not the same if you are identified as you are, right? And she was very moved. Me, I was like, okay, what's how, what's the percentage of these people in the military? And how can you do How do you even assess that? And she was just like, I hate coming to your house because I watch the documentaries. I just, I'm so upset. The transgender people, they came out of their communities. Everybody knows. Right. And it's, you're, the terms are supposed to liberate us, right? Yes. That's how she's seeing it. Like, but it is liberating. liberating us. But the That's, old you, it's generation. It's a choice what you see. I'm seeing it as a very positive thing. Mm-hmm. Anything negative that's coming out of Trump's mouth, any segregation that's happening out there, it's giving rise to it on a social level. People are becoming aware of the issues it's and they're collectively banding together. And unfortunately, part of the process of collectively banding together is first idolating, isolating in individual groups. You have to first look LGBTQ, ABCDEFG <laughs> started, right? It used to just be gay, straight. I'm kind of bi. I like GSL, both. Yeah. You know, like, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of like both, right? <laughs> it, now it's literally the whole alphabet, and I love it. A lot of people are like, oh my God, do you really need the Q in there? And it's like, you know what? One day, and I'm going to sound like the Queen song, The Miracle, you know, one day we're all going to be one, and like Lennon, John Lennon with Imagine. <laughs> and yeah, these guys have come up with this because it's real too. Someday we will get there. But first, you have to delineate what you're not from what you are. And part of that is not boxes, but identification. You're raising your voice in that Q community. You're saying, hey, I'm a Q, and I deserve to be a Q, and I deserve to be in that alphabet of, of, of you know, the lacing that goes along with LGBTQ, <laughs> RSG, yeah. Like, I mean, oh, I think man. it's great the for now. community. So, no, but it's just one example because yeah. those T's, the transgenders. Well, that's why you should. It's giving rise to it. It's a yeah. positive thing because one day you're going to be so used to it so used to it <laughs> that you're not going to care. Right. We're already slightly there. It's just a question of where you look. I oftentimes say on this and show, how, look how at the sunrise, at not it. the fucking fireworks. You get mm. lost in the dark. And the fireworks don't last that long and then smell like sulfa. <laughs> Sulfur. We'll which I'm allergic that. to. The, the devil? What? We'll edit that. <laughs> Sulfa. What? Sulfa. Sulfa. <laughs> it's because I'm British. I was raised. No, I was, seriously. I was you're raised to think that word. I was raised to think that word was sulfa because my oh mother's my always gosh. like, oh, it smells like sulfa. Oh. So I've got this British accent. accent. Yeah, no. We were I'll raised with Vietnamese and Spanish as one language with Texan accent. So I love I, it. I, I feel You're like... a mutt too. Oh, yes, yes. And you know, we're all mutts. That's all the mutts. other thing in this generation. <laughs> we're the kids it. of the ones that came into this country, mm-hmm. not as refugees, mm-hmm. as actual citizens or even non-citizens. Mm-hmm. And we became citizens uh, being raised here and, and growing up here and... Hello. One we don't of, no. see the race card as Four big. out of ten Americans are um, child of migrant refugees. The country's what made the up hell? of immigrants, for right? God's sake. Yeah. In that, yeah, well. It's a melting pot. Yeah, I mean. Except in the They South. call it uh, amnesia um, in the med- medical field. Amnesia. People forget that we're like a, uh, a nation of immigrants. But I wanted to say, like, that, that way of thinking is not how the world that's coughing up dust that I was going to say, I say to her, they're dying. They're going to yes. die. Yes. And, and this is their gripping last breath. Yes. And so when the, that policy comes they're out. They're going down and they know it. Exactly. They know it and they're scared. And you can always tell mm-hmm. with human nature when somebody's scared, they fight that like much harder yes. to keep control, yes. to get control. Think about when you're scared, when you're anxious about something, you when tight, you're nervous. I tighten up, I get like. I want to protect myself. Exactly. We brace. We hang on for like the demise. We hang on for, oh my God, he's going to break up with me or she's going to break up with me. I know this. I'm just going to, oh, how are you doing, honey? How are you doing? You write like a hundred times a day. Huh? You know, you get that much more irate over the control of that thing because you know 
innately, you're about to lose it. It's like a human nature thing. You overcompensate in the areas that you feel weak. Where you are vulnerable, you go barrels ahead, beating your chest in an overcompensation, trying to fool yourself that you're stronger in that area. And you're not. You're vulnerable. And it's actually stronger to allow yourself to be vulnerable in the areas that you are. Most of these guys that are about to die, those oldies where the system is breaking down like the end of Independence Day, all they really need to do is turn around and go, sorry, guys, we fucked up doesn't work but hey we need you because you're the young vibrant life we that need, we, need we need to need run your, the rest of the world here and start a new wave we need your capital we need your value and so it's very much a, it's institutionalized and they use these policies restrictive or not to keep this going you know and she's in the field i don't know why how what made her decide that where she gets affected on a personal basis. This is a personal issue for her, right? I see things as a system. It's happening systemically. And she's like, this is a person, Stephanie. This is a, they come home and everyone's going to know and it's going to be this outlawed thing. And the people that are coughing up dust... See them, you as a number. We are numbers. We're, to them, yeah. We're their generation's next generation's wealth. Their wealth needs to continue growing at the rate it has since the Industrial Revolution. But they can't take it with them. No, we, gonna... we've kind of thrown a, a, a... We're pouting. The millennials are pouting and saying... We're going to go live our lives for a couple years. Yeah. And that really messes up the economy, you know. And I think we're it gets insane. Our, I think we're blowing our, vo- our voices. I think you pointed in the right direction when you said it's in, their, in the vulnerabilities where you project, like, more intensity. It's who we are. That's where we, we are need to like go. Gaping. <laughs> Do you realize, like, we the people that you direction. know, don't you feel like a gaping, like, open heartbeat all the time? We actually really connect to the planet here. We do. We feel it viscerally. What's that quote you told me to, you were like, remember this, Stephanie. Commerce. <sighs> commerce. Commerce lu- lubricates. Lubricated by conscious consumption. Yes. What? So commerce um, lubricates conscious consumption. We, when we buy stuff, we see it as we're voting like for that. it. Yes. Right. Right. We're, I vote You're for this water. It, I'll pay words. two yeah. extra dollars because this person seems like they're in a good place in their life right. or in this teardrop. Great okay? branding. <laughs> right. They got you by the short and curlies. Exactly. And so it's the millennials. We're let me think about that. We're kind of introverted in some weird way, right? Yeah. We're like, no, no, no you might not be right. It's <laughs> all right. I'm gonna call you. I don't care. It's your podcast. You right. know. That's not typical. We question. That's oh not typical God. at all. Yeah. Okay, so we tripped out about this when the whole millennial thing was happening in our minds when we were like, okay, that's such a thing because it's really been calling to me for a mm. while. It's like that, it makes us so, there's something different about it and we've got to collectively band together on it. One of them was, don't you really like realize how quickly these smartphones came about? Back in the day when I turned 18, I had the first flip phone that was the biggest, newest thing on the market. It was the newest, biggest deal. Because prior to that, it was a dinosaur that people had in their cars, right? My dad had a pager prior to this flip phone. Um, She loves beepers. Don't you love beepers? She's like, I love beepers. Yeah, I I miss... You don't have to call them back. (laughs) Right? You get to decide. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, like, wow, you really have a consciousness. Like, you're very conscious of who you're ignoring. Well, that's why I don't FaceTime, too. It's so in my face. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to you right now and have you see me at this moment. Like, I don't want to do that. But... (laughs) <laughs> Bottom line, within a five-year period, it escalated to the craziness we have in our hands now. And it happened so rapidly. I remember having a BlackBerry I loved. That was the newest, biggest thing. The next like big wave of something new was that you could actually send emails on a BlackBerry. Well, mm-hmm. we didn't need that as young college students or, or high school students, but it took off in the business world because they need that for them. And I loved the BlackBerry. I got one and I felt like an adult. I yeah, was twenty. I was twenty years old. I'm like, I, I'm an exact. It's, like, it's like playing house, you know, like when you're a kid. You're like, oh my so god, I have a blackberry. I don't care. It's and so fun. Exactly. <laughs> and you're writing a text like, "Hi, let's go to the mall." <laughs> but you feel like such an adult. Well, within a snap, that company went bankrupt because that phone was too good. I had mine for three years, and it was a fucking dinosaur. It was thrown in water it, it was dumped on its Shit. head a hundred times it lasted man mm-hmm. it never failed i look at this freaking this one my iphone i oh. look i look at it wrong i breathe on it wrong the screen cracks okay mm-hmm. i've had to replace them over and over again and this one it's just cumbersome it's just so big and it's not even big in the like you can't handle it it's just flat and yeah. big it's the, not your kind of big the point is the, <laughs> exactly <laughs> 
I want something to be able to grab onto, you know? <laughs> Gotta grip it around. Gotta make the it point work. Is, the point is, Guys, lesbian the, in the, the world room. moves. Come on. Really. <laughs> you can be a lesbian, you know, in your brain. Hey, you know what? Lesbians grip other things. You need to be able to right? have it in your hands and hold on to it. And you need to be able to function with one hand on it. Finish Do your, your thing. thing. Push Thank the button. She will go there. We will While go you're there. functioning with the other hand. We will you gotta find be you there. The, the point is the world moved quickly while we were growing up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it wasn't our world anymore. It's, it's an acceleration. Else. It was a hyper acceleration. Yeah. And... Because human nature, wrapping up from the beginning of the show, human nature is extreme. We are extreme in our natures. We have a fucking left brain ego driven, fear based sense of self. And the opposite side is that right brain that's connected to your heart where all the trust is. But it's not in your head. You got to get into your body for that. We have forgotten how to do that. We've forgotten how to come home. Because the craziness of the world that is in our fingertips, at our fingertips, with mm-hmm. the wrong, gra- gr- wrong grip on it, okay, is all that we are choosing to see. And this show and everything I do is about making you realize you have a choice and you have a voice. Your voice is your choice. Your I mean, voice yeah. is your choice. And if it's, if it, it's such a metaphor, you know how you said it's, it's too big, it doesn't, it's the fitting right, is, is we're, this, we're that generation. We want to understand how we fit. How can we make this world fit what we believe in our compassion? We're looking and, in the wrong direction. And exactly. We've been looking in the wrong direction and... We are the new wave. We are, I'm finding that possibly we are a new wave of... It's scaring the shit change. out of you. It's <laughs> terrifying it because is. you want to know direction. You want somebody that's tread the path before at least once, right? But... What you realize when you find your voice, which is through your choice, where you look. Are you looking at the fear-based thinking? Or are you looking for the love-based thinking, the trust? Are you getting into your body? Are you realizing what choice you have? Or are you just going to be blindly manipulated by what you see on your fucking screen? And what you hear in the fucking news? Raise your own voice by coming back inside and finding it first. Then let it loose. That is you. That's where you're different. That's where you're new. And that's the new path that we're all going to be building. Because guess what? There is no path that has already been built with your voice on it. That is you. It's yours to grow. And you've got to believe in it. But first you have to come back inside to find it. So stop looking out. It's It's only causing that anxiety. Start to look in. And then let it loose. I spent all this time trying to play now. I found my way here. See, I've been having me a real hard time, but it feels so nice to know I'm gonna be. just kept dreaming yeah I just kept dreaming it wasn't very hard I spent all this time trying to figure out why nobody on my side see I've been having